Live and direct from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. It is me. I am him. I am a championship loser. <laughs> I'm hurt, man. I can tell. Sound like your voice gone too, man. Man, it got a little chaotic over the weekend, man. I can't lie to you. It's been a long, long 72 hours. <laughs> Today feels like the most Monday, Tuesday ever. Oh, and man. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. As always, we're here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and news. 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 Yeah, man. I mean, let's let's recap. You know, how where do you see the game at? And you know, in those last that last possession, what was going through your head, man? All right, man. So is <laughs> if you don't know, I am now in Chapel Hill where I went to this past weekend to, you know, be with the family and watch the Carolina Duke game, which was everything for us. That was, you know, all my emotions. Everything got chaotic. Uh, I, I sent you some of the videos. You know, mm-hmm. Franklin Bowman. Um, we sent Coach K packing. <laughs> Get the K pack out. He's done forever. <laughs> like, thank goodness. It felt great to send him out on an L. But then Monday came, man. And Monday got here, and I didn't really have, you know, much expectation. But, you know, me and a few of my friends, we wanted to go to the Dean Dome mm-hmm. and watch the game. And it was a packed house in there. And then, you know... Halftime, we're up 15. I'm feeling like, yo, we can really, really win this thing. Lo and behold, 10-minute mark, we're already down one. Things just kind of got, you know, bad. And we they just really started pushing the tempo. And we couldn't get any rhythm going offensively in the second half. And that last possession sucked, man. Uh, <laughs> like, it just sucked. Like, it, it really sucked. Um, I think Caleb it took a three, Puff it took a three, Manic was like, you know, on all on all fours. I don't know what happened to him. Like he tripped and just stayed down. And uh, <laughs> I think that play was actually drawn up for him. So kind of bummed that he didn't even get a good look. And I mean, you know, salute to Kansas, bro. Like I can't say much, you know, about Kansas. Salute to Kansas. They dominate us in the tournament. Yeah. I Bill Self has won his last four against North Carolina in the tournament. Um, and I want to say Carolina's probably lost like the last five or six in general. So salute to Kansas, man. I'm I'm kind of bummed out, kind of hurt because I didn't really, you know, expect us to win before the game actually started because I felt like as a team, we were emotionally, physically gassed. I think that Duke game took everything out of us. And then, you know, to come out super hot only to be let down is... You know, it's disappointing, man. Um, it's raining here. It's pitiful, <laughs> miserable, <laughs> cold. Like, but you know, like happy, happy for the team, man. Nobody expected us to be there. I didn't. Yeah. Not gonna hold you. I didn't think we'd make it that far. But you know, can only hold my head up, man. Can only hold my head up. What did you think about the game? 
Yeah, man. I mean, I thought that, you know, you guys had control of the game um, for the first, first half. half. Yep. And then, of course, when my guy, Baycott, <laughs> yeah. once Walk he got, it. you know, once he messed the ankle up again, it was a wrap. I mean. There was a, that was actually a loose floorboard. Yeah, um, it's crazy. The, the video came out of the instant replay in slow-mo, and you can see the board actually, like, rotate. Yeah. When on it which was wild and i think you know honestly i knew caleb love was like due for one of those bad, bad games yep bad performances mm-hmm. he had a bad game man yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been a second half monster yeah. in title tournament um did it again against duke played played a great game against duke but yesterday he was just bad um and i think he took 17 shots in the second half alone yeah Yep. Like he wasn't good. Like he wasn't good. His his shot selection was, you know, pretty spotty. Um, Remy Martin, you know, kudos to him. He was getting open, making some big shots. And it's just we couldn't stop the bleeding, man. Like we, we just couldn't stop the bleeding. I think everyone played like a a a very subpar game. Kudos to Puff Johnson. Yeah. Puff Johnson stepped up huge. Yeah. He had his best game by far of the season. Mm-hmm. He was hype out there. I mean, and I, I was loving it, man. I, I know Cam was proud. Like, Cam, Cam was there. Cam was there. <laughs> Cam was there. I know. Cam was out there. Mm-hmm. Like, Cam was in the stands, super hype. Uh, I has I actually had some family out there. I wish I could have gone. Yeah. In New Orleans. Kind of glad, you know, I didn't now. But <laughs> a terrible, terrible plane ride back, man. But, nah, man. I mean, the game was really good. Um not the turnout that I wanted, not what I expected to happen after the first half that we had. But I feel like, you know, we should have learned from Kansas game against Miami. They were down, what, eight points at the half and yeah. blew them out too. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is, man. I'm not sure what next season holds. Um, Hubert Davis definitely, you know, exceeded expectations, obviously, in his first year. But y'all got a lot of people coming back too. So I, I hope. That's the thing. I hope. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't think that uh, Manic is coming back because he, he was a graduate transfer, so I think he's gone. Leaky, I'm, I'm, his eligibility has to be up. I feel like he's been on the <laughs> 15 years. Like for 15 years. I feel like he's been on the team, so I feel like he might be gone. I think Baycott will he'll be put back. Tim on back. Yeah, he'll be just back. Like he's, he's been a great double-double machine, but he still needs to develop uh, like some type of, you know, that Jumper. elbow. Yeah. Or, He's that elbow jumper, something because like his jump shot is is terrible. Yeah, even his free throws are bad. So yeah, his and I I can't even lie, he had a decent free throw shooting night yesterday. Yeah, like he did. He, he actually was hitting some key free throws. Like yesterday's game, I don't put on Baycott at all. I don't put on Manic. I put that really on the shoulders of Caleb and RJ. Yeah, uh, the guards, the guards did it for sure. Mm-hmm. The guards in the second half for Kansas were pushing the tempo. They had us backpedaling the whole game, and they were getting active hands on defense. And we had, like, a lot of careless turnovers. So that really kind of, you know, put us down. You know, and we just never were able to recover. Yeah, and I also thought McCormick from Kansas had a huge game, 15-10, and 10, okay. double-double. Like, I, I just thought that his presence in the middle of the of the court really helped them out because the guards – when they're driving, he's swatting it or he's contesting it every time. So it was really hard for Love or RJ to get downhill. And 
he takes up so much space because he's huge. Like Bro, <laughs> McCormick is big. <laughs> last possession when Baycott went out and Manic had to guard McCormick, I knew they were gonna go down low for mm-hmm. that bucket. Like I was like, yo, I wanted to double team. Caleb should have helped. And I would rather give up a, you know, a fairly contested three point shot than McCormick um being guarded by Manic because he's just too small. Yeah. He's not strong. Yeah. Um, and Manic played great defense for the most part yesterday. He had like four blocks. Yeah. He knocked out like three times in the game. Yeah, he played great. I thought he yeah. played I thought he played great. It wasn't on him. Yeah, he got elbowed in the face. He got smacked in the face. Like he was getting beat up out there. He had like two black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like by halftime. But nah, he was hooping. I just feel like we needed to stop the bleeding. Like at some point you gotta call timeout. Yep. Like we were up 15 when the lead got down to nine. Call time. Called down. Yeah, that should have been time. Down to six. Call timeout. And like, let's get back to the offense. Let's get back into the flow of things that was, you know, carrying us in the first half. Because Kansas was honestly, I've actually already rewatched the game. Kansas was honestly missing a lot of shots um, in the first half, like easy shots. So I knew eventually those would fall, but we were getting a lot of good shots at the basket. We were getting to the free throw line and, you know, we were just playing our game and controlling the pace. And I feel like second half, their guards came out blazing and we just didn't know what to do. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, man. The, the one the one good that I can say over the weekend was great was uh, we us beating Duke was something, something crazy, man. That last three minute sequence back and forth with Caleb Love threes and Trevor kills and Wendell Moore threes mm-hmm. like. Oh my goodness, the stress, the stress. Yeah, that was an incredible game against Duke. Like, <laughs> that game was insane. <laughs> I was emotionally gassed. And then after that, I had to go to Franklin. <laughs> Even more exhausted. How far, I mean, you were, I'm, I'm assuming you watched the Duke game at the Dean Dome? No, I did. I actually didn't go to the Dean Dome for that. Oh, one. So okay. The, for the Carolina Duke game, we were already actually, you know, in Chapel Hill watching at a local restaurant. And as soon as, you know, the game ends, everybody essentially runs. Usually if they're in the Dean Dome, it's like a five-minute run, like an all-out sprint to Franklin Street. And it's just madness. Like, uh, yeah. It's all-out madness. I, I want to say it was like maybe 20,000 20, people out there. Um, you know, and I was, uh, I showed you the video, the bonfires and the people running it. It's a fun time, man. It, it's a fun time. I had a, I had a great weekend. I also went to Dreamville. So yeah, like, <laughs> I also went to Dreamville, man, like that's why my voice is spent. Like got to be with Wayne, <laughs> Wayne and Jeezy. Wayne came out, the sky's the limit. And I almost lost it. I almost lost it. <laughs> I just I just needed Wayne to pass me the mic. I told him I had him. <laughs> I told My boy him I, was ready. <laughs> bro, I, I was on standby, man. <laughs> I to take hold for the Dreamville Festival. This was really one of the best um, festivals that I've ever been to. Wow. He had the artists there. For the most part, everybody was on time. Everything was according to schedule. The spacing was huge, and everybody brought the energy. My favorite performances were Moneybag, Jeezy, and... Uh, J. Cole, honestly, like everybody put on a show and brought their best material out there. And it was really, really dope scene, man. Really dope scene. Word, man. That's that's good. I mean, look, you're enjoying your time and, you know, Dreamville. You saw the, you know, Carolina beat Duke. You're with yep. your family. I mean, you're having a good weekend all, you know. It's like the 
the weekend was a good weekend. It's just Monday. Yeah. Ru- Monday <laughs> ruined my week. That's but, a little tough. But it's all good because next week I'm right back at it with NBA playoff basketball because the play-in tournament actually will be starting at the yeah the beginning of next week. The 12th, we I think. Yeah, next we, Tuesday the, or Monday. Yep. Yeah. Next that is next Monday or excuse me next Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Play-in tournament will be starting next Tuesday, and we have you know a heated battle going over in that Eastern Conference, man. You got Brooklyn at the 10th seed, Hornets at the 9th seed. You got the Hawks at the 8th seed, and the Cavs at the 7th seed, man. How do you see that shaking out? Man, uh, <laughs> I don't know because <laughs> I feel like it's, it's chaos. Yeah, man. the Eastern Conference right now, I just don't know who is going to seed where. We don't even know who's going to be the number one seed over there. Like, it's crazy right now. I told you the number one seed is like musical chairs right now. Yeah. It's literally musical chairs. Yeah, I mean, I think that Brooklyn's already locked in to play in. I think. The, I think Cleveland's locked into playing too, right? Yeah, the, the teams are the teams are Cleveland, Atlanta, the Hornets, and the Nets. Okay, like I, yeah, those those are going to be all solidified. I and, would love it, and I you know I would love it if the Nets and the Hawks make the playoffs, right? The play, yep. Get out of the play-in, and they're they're seated in the playoffs. That is what I'm predicting as well. Honestly, yeah. I just um, I hope it happens. Honestly. I'm not really big on the Cavaliers. I think they had a great, great season, but I think they also slowed down a lot since the first half of the season. First half of the season, the Cavs were like a three seed. We were like, who is this Cavs team? Like a young team led by, you know, Darius Garland with some veteran leadership around, you know, like Kevin Love, Jared Allen, those boys. And now they've kind of, you know, toned it down a bit. I don't think that they have that bona fide, you know, star like a Trey Young just yet. Uh, Darius Garland's great. Love mm-hmm. Darius Garland. Yeah, I think like a Trey Young and clearly a Kevin Durant, a Kyrie Irving. I'm gonna tell you what: if they, if the, if Cleveland makes it out of the play-in and they're playing either Milwaukee or Miami, they're getting smoked. Like either one of those teams, you're getting smoked if you're the Cleveland Cavaliers. But yeah. I think the Atlanta Hawks give you a better fighting chance. Oh yeah, for sure. I th- yeah, I think Atlanta. And right now at the top um, of the East, you have Miami and Boston. Okay. Miami won Boston too, and then the Bucks are three, and the Sixers are four. And, and, that, so, and that all can change by Friday. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, I'm interested to see where the Nets are going to be. I think the Nets, it's in their best interest to be in the ten seed. Uh, there, it looks like they're going to be an eighth seed. Yeah, if if they get in the playoffs, I don't know if they'll be able to catch the seven. Unless Cleveland just loses the rest of the week. Yeah, there's no way that the eight, the seventh seed. I'm sorry. Yeah, they it's are. Gonna, they're stuck at right now. They're the ten seed, and yeah. for them to get in the playoffs, they have to win twice. So they'll be the eighth seed in, yep. in the East. So yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like that's gonna um, that's gonna it's a Boston or Miami team. Which I mean, both teams have great defenses. I wouldn't bet against the Nets personally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's definitely have what it takes. I'm sure you think they have what it takes as well. I mean, you have Kevin Durant who's dropping 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, dropping I 50 and still losing. Ain't that crazy? Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nuts. Not really, you know, ideal yeah. for him to 
I think that they're going to find a way to get in the playoffs. As for the West, though, Lakers are now two games behind the Spurs for that 10 seed. Are the Lakers melling it in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. LeBron's not even playing tonight. And if they yeah. lose tonight, they're out. So, uh, yeah, I don't think they're, I don't, I mean, they're playing Phoenix and I don't, Phoenix doesn't have anything to play for, but I'm sure they're not going to lose anyway. No, Phoenix is start playing all their starters and they just lost two back to back games. Like they're, they're, they're about to eliminate the Lakers tonight. Like I think that's <laughs> happening and right. LeBron's not playing. LeBron already mailed it in. And, and once, once the Suns see AD after what he said about them, it's a wrap. True. I, I agree with that. AD did say that, you know, he just wishes what could have been. Like, bro. No, yeah. I'm talking about before then about the Suns. No, I'm saying, yeah, if he was healthy. If he he believes if, he, if they were healthy, they would have beat them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the what could have been. Like, yo, if I was healthy, we could have did this. No, bro. I think you're, ne- <laughs> you're never healthy, bro. <laughs> so it can't be. Yeah, like, yeah. It can't be like so because you're never healthy. How do you see that Western Conference play in shaking up? Because you have the Timberwolves right now in the seventh yeah. seed. Um, they're stamped. They'll be a seventh seed. The Clippers will be the eighth seed. They're stamped. And then you have New Orleans and San Antonio. Man, um, what I want to happen, which I don't think it can because of the way the playing is, mm-hmm. I would love the Timberwolves and the Clippers to be in. No, it can, it can. So if the yeah, if the Timberwolves play the Clippers, which that's the way it looks mm-hmm. like, play each other actually. Um, the loser of that game has to play the winner of the. Oh, play. you're right, you're right. They play twice. That's right. Yep. So I, I think, yeah, I mean, like you, I think both of those teams will get in. I did find it interesting that Zion's stepfather said he expects Zion to come back. Zion to come back when I feel like they already said that he was done for the year. Yeah. I um, feel like lot, that was reported by multiple outlets. Like, yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of weird reporting going on. Zion hasn't said anything. Cause Zion's not even playing five on five right now. I don't even like <laughs> at all. Know if he's really, you know, prepping it or trying to come back and ramp up, you know, his uh training. Yeah. Same thing for Ben Simmons, actually. I don't know what this dude is doing. Like apparently he's out through the play in too, so he's not even playing for the next couple weeks. Like, yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Like he's he's kind of just getting on my nerves at this point. Yeah, because it's like, you know, he has what is it, a torn disc in his back or something like that. And yep. then he filed the grievance against the 76 to try to recoup that, what, $50 million or whatever. And then he's he's just weird. Like, he's not practicing. He's yep. not really doing yep. anything but shooting free throws in practice. He's not working out. He's not yep. ramping up at all. He's buying gold chains. Yep. Yeah, right. yeah. You see him with a new gold chain there on the sideline all the time. Uh, every game on the sidelines, it's like, bro. Are you really coming back? Or are you just collecting this check? Like everybody expects you to make an impact on the defensive end. So you need to, you know, get in the game. You essentially need to get in the game, literally. Yeah, I don't I don't think we're gonna see him this year. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really holding my, you know, my hopes up for that. Do you like the Suns to come out of the Western Conference? Yeah, I do. I um I mean, just looking at the Western Conference in general. I think that the Suns can beat any team that's in one through eight, like, I mean, two through eight. So, like, whether it's Memphis or Golden State or whatever in the seven-game series, I'll probably take the Suns because they've been the most consistent team. Um, 
Phoenix does have issues sometimes with Golden State, but the, you know, the opposite of that is those games are always close. Like, so you don't know what the intensity level is going to do to a, a Golden State team that does have veterans and Clay, Steph, and Draymond. But all the rest of those young guys, like Andrew Wiggins, are we expecting him to go off in the playoffs? Probably not, right? Like Otto Porter, are we expecting him to go off in the playoffs? Probably not. But I feel like the depth on both of those teams, like it's going to be a battle for sure. It might go. It's probably going to go seven games if it is Suns Warriors in the fi- in the Western Conference Finals, or if it's the Grizzlies. I think the Suns get them out the way in six games. So yep. it all depends, man. Who do you think is the better team right now between the Grizzlies and Warriors um, when Steph comes back? When Steph comes back? Because I think that the Grizzlies, um, I think they're going to hold that two seed down. I think they might going to make it to the Western Conference Finals, personally. Yeah, I think I think the Grizzlies are just primed. They're ready to go. They're resting Ja, obviously. And I, I just feel like right now they're a better team than the Warriors. And based off of their matchup, like if they play the Clippers in the first round, I think that's a really interesting matchup and i think that the i think the clippers are going to challenge them no doubt i agree um and not only paul george but i just feel like ty lu is such a good coach that he he always and we saw it last year in the western conference finals he always finds a way to exploit you when you didn't when you didn't realize that you you were going to be weak at that point right like i just feel like that, yeah, I just feel like right now the Clippers were all their their wing depth and their young guys. They brought Paul George back. He's he's kind of back in the fold now. You have scoring. Like I just feel like that team right now is going to challenge people, and they have the bigs as well. They have Zubak and the other guy that are going to challenge you down low as well. So the Clippers are a team that I am watching. The Dallas Mavericks are another team I'm watching. Um, those are two teams right now that are on the upswing. I feel like they're, you know, playoff basketball, they're ready to go. How do you feel about the Denver Nuggets? Because I feel like the Joker is one about to wrap up his second MVP Mm -hmm. seasons. Do you agree with that? You think he's going to MVP? Yeah. I think that the Joker pretty much solidified that in the last couple of weeks. And I wanted, and I wanted Joe Embiid to win it. And I still think he has a chance to, but I think Joker has him uh, yeah. by a little bit. Yeah, me personally, I think that the Joker deserves it. And I feel like second, I don't think Joel Embiid will be second. I think what Giannis has done in the last few weeks has been nothing short of amazing. He's played his biggest games against the biggest opponents. And I mean, back-to-back games against Philly and then Brooklyn, where he essentially outplayed Joel Embiid, got a block on him to end the game. Yeah, He beat Kevin Durant as well and put up 40. Um, so I, I feel like Giannis has made a really, really strong case, but the Joker is putting up literally like, like 20 and 20, um, or maybe 30 and 20, like his, his double doubles are crazy Yeah, and, and triple well. So he like, he's getting, he's getting numbers. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I just don't like, I, I feel like it's a two horse race right now. I don't even think Giannis is in the conversation right now. I think it's either Jokic or Embiid. I think it's Jokic or Giannis at this point. Like I think it was a Embiid's award to lose, and I think he lost it within the last month. So, I mean, yeah, I'm I mean, not. He's still sure. putting up numbers, though. I mean, he's not the reason why they've lost a few games, but they're still what top three in the East. Like, yeah. 
top four in the East. They're, but they're not looking as good as we expected them to be, you know, heading to this But he's still season. averaging like 30 and 15. Like Joker's averaging 30, 16, and 12. <laughs> so, like, hey, man, I'm, all I'm saying is the stat, the stat line's getting intense. How do you feel about the Nuggets come postseason? Do you think that I, I hear that Jamal Murray's been ramping up, you know, his uh, efforts a little bit. So I'm not exactly sure if he's going to be back, you know, come the first series. But do you think that they have a chance at all if he does come back? Um, It really all depends on who they play. Like if they play in Dallas first round, they're getting swept. Yikes. 4-1. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> if they're playing Dallas first round, it's 4-1. If they're playing okay. Utah, that's a different story. Like they can beat Utah. Utah's not good, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Utah, Utah is not good, man. Like they, can, they can be Utah, but yeah. if, if they're playing Dallas in the first round, it's a wrap. 4-1. Interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, definitely something to keep my eye on. I think that, you know, I think that that Denver Mavs series would be a – I don't think that it would be a 4 I think that would be a more of a 4-3 type of thing. Luka's great. Um, and I think Jason Kidd is very underrated as a coach mm-hmm. and he's this year. He's got them boys coaching, but I think Jokic is just a leader. Like I've I've grown to like him more and more, um, just a bit more, you know, through the season. Like just watching what he does, he's actually a bully on the court. <laughs> yeah, but I think the Mavericks have won the last three matchups against them. So, yeah, he's kind of raw. I mean, we'll see. You know, playoff basketball is always different. I mean, yeah, we're we're gonna end up seeing you know in the next couple of weeks. And right now, the playoffs were to start today. Um. You have it would be the Mavs and the Nuggets, so yep. that's gonna be four one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You say four one, I'll say four three for now, but we'll see what happens. Quick takes before we get out of here, man. You got some football updates for us. Trades, your team, go. Yeah, man. So you know, the trade went down yesterday. Uh, basically, the Eagles picked up a one, two, and a three for giving up sixteen and uh, nineteen. Uh, they still have two of the three first-round picks, and they have two first-round picks the next year, and then they got two twos the following year. What it does provide the Eagles is flexibility should Jalen Hurts not be the guy this year, that they yep. can you know trade up next year and get you know possibly a Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, or you know even trade for a different player should they want to do that. For the mm-hmm. Saints, this is a move to specifically grab a player of interest. That means that if they're trying to get a quarterback, they're going to, they're about to make another move right now. The saints have 16 and 19. So if they wanted to package those two picks up and move uh, along with something else, they could do that. Or if they stay where they are and want to grab value there, they could do that as well. So, uh, and notice they tried to, they jump the chargers. So, this is that's something to watch for is because they they understand that those teams that were ahead of them had the same needs as them so that's why they decided to jump them yeah a lot of strategy going on to it i just know there was a bunch of picks swap yeah i I wasn't really like locked into the semantics i knew you had it just because you know you're all over the eagles and Mm -hmm. i'm sure you already have a mock draft going for your squad and as it gets closer to the draft in three weeks we will give our predictions for our own teams. We'll also talk about some of these win totals that just came out. Um, a lot, a lot of interesting things there as far as like the AFC and their predictions. Yeah, we have a few, you know, hot takes for the NFC as well. 
including one about you know the Cowboys, which is going to be really interesting. It's going to be going to be really interesting. I don't think that they'll have the same success, nor do I think the Bengals will either. But you know, like I said, we'll jump into the NFL as it gets a little closer to draft. And that's all I got, man. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, you know, please mourn with me. Uh, mourn <laughs> for me. And, you know, have me in your condolences as I get through this rough patch of, you know, getting all the way to the finish line and then pissing down my leg. <laughs> Not really an athlete. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't get there, man. <laughs> nah, man. Black Lives Matter. They will forever matter. You know, thank y'all for all the support. Please continue to keep the ones in Ukraine in your prayers and hope that that situation gets rectified. And just thanks for all the support, guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're about three, three and a half weeks away from the NFL draft. And we have to start our master class or, you know, study. I forgot what we called it last year, but this will be our third year doing an NFL draft uh, series. So. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're gonna, you know, likely probably start our series next week. We'll see which guest is yep. uh gonna show up to break down, you know, a position group and we'll have more information for that next week. And mm-hmm. also guys, we appreciate all the love and support you've shown us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and any other platform you support us on. We appreciate everything you do. Uh believe me, we're we're watching the metrics, we're understanding uh, what you're when you're listening, you know, how long you're listening, all those kinds of things. So we appreciate it. Yeah, man, we appreciate it. And from one Tar Hill to the rest of the land, I hate Kansas. Um, you are my tournament kryptonite, but it's still go heels all day, every day, baby. I'm out of here. Really solid, it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, march with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Racked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no Addy. This is the wave to give them the feeling. Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you. Feel like the man when I walk through the building. Too many scars and spiritual healing. I got a million dreams. I got a million schemes. We going crazy, we going crazy. We got the winning team.